0: straights ladies and gentlemen red sox they're struggling since the trade deadline and uh i'm here sam anthony here on wind pod repeat joined by spencer and uh me and spencer we're uh we're at a crossroads spencer is that right um because i believe you still have hope and i currently have none
1: that's that's correct um for those who have listened to our past episodes um so like all three of you um maybe uh hey, there was nine is, downloads i think i saw this is a role reversal of sorts uh in this episode you're not going to be really ready for uh what sam and i are, are going to be saying on this podcast you've <laughs> you've come you've become used to sam anthony uh bringing the energy being um the the energetic puppy in every episode uh saying the red sox are going to the world series i think when the division <laughs> in, in all of these in all of these episodes um, but once again, I have to be the voice of reason, but on the opposite side, because you, you got to keep not an even the voice keel, ladies of anything. and gentlemen, you gotta, you gotta keep an even keel, uh, and you can't go too high or too low. You just can't. Um, but, but Sam, you know, that's your, uh, that's your personality. And,
0: um, so you, right now you're really low. Spencer, I have a lot of feelings. All right. That's just that you're right. That's how I operate. Um, and I just, I just want to point out, so all right, so you know, last time we were looking at the Fangraphs playoff odds, and mine were different than yours. I figured it was my fault. By the way, um, you were in fact right. Um, oh really? I, when you originally go onto the Fangraphs page, it just has it regular Fangraphs projection mode. You switch to season to dat, season to date stats, and it, uh, and it does the projections based on the stats through the season, not just like roster projections, all that jazz. Sounds well, good to hear. I was right again. I mean, you know, you didn't know you were right, but you were right. Um, so congratulations. Thank you. I'll take so, it. So all right. So here's we'll we'll start with with me, Spencer. I'll, I'll express my concern, and then you can you can quell my fears and tell me it's going to be all right. Um, is it all right if I cry? I, mean, I know you're not there, but you know, hold me. Um, I'm going to have to call <laughs> Alex Cora and yeah, you, you just can, have him you talk me off the ledge. All right. I'm I'm going to cry if I have to. Okay. But, um, let me take you back. To July 16th, Spencer. It was a wonderful time. The All-Star breakage just happened. Shohei Ohtani had been in the home run derby and started in the All-Star game. Uh, Rafael Devers finally got some respect on his name by being elected into the All-Star game. And the Boston Red Sox were in first place in the AL East. It was a wonderful time. Boston's playoff odds at that time, according to fan graphs, uh, were a 79.9% chance to make the playoffs. That is when everything turned dark. In a movie, you'd probably be sitting here going, you're probably wondering how I got here. Well, let me tell you. Um, more importantly, most recently, the Red Sox have now dropped 10 of their last 12. As we're watching this, they are beating the Tampa Bay Rays, but they were also up 4-1 to on the Tampa Bay Rays just the other night um, before their bullpen ultimately imploded. So fast forward, Spencer, to August 11th. Today, as we're taping this podcast, the Red Sox playoff odds have gone from 79.9% to 47.0%. And I know, that's still good odds. Still good odds. And I know that the odds obviously change and that you can take these with a grain of salt because look at a team like the Philadelphia Phillies that at one point had a 6.5% chance to make the playoffs. Now they're leading the division. Um, But to me, the play is concerning. Bullpen ERA in the last 12 games, 597 Another blown lead last night, Matt Barnes. Uh, he's obviously getting a couple of days off. Alex Cora said, you know, getting things right. He's still a closer. Um, some blown saves. I don't fully blame Matt Barnes for that, by the way. The fact that, so we did the math. Um, he had three appearances in 23 hours and 51 minutes. Uh, that's not great. And obviously one of lot. them was one pitch and getting blown up, but still it's the warming up, getting in there, having that happen, going out the very same day. Um But I'm concerned, Spencer. I have a lot of concerns. The offense has not been producing since the All-Star break. They're producing less than uh, four runs per game. They have one of the worst offenses in baseball. Um, On both ends of the ball, they're not performing. And obviously, every team goes through rough patches, but we're we're going on about a month of this rough patch. And so I don't feel good. I feel like this is the beginning of the end.
1: Sam, I have a few questions for you.
0: I'm ready. Give me, give me, hopefully I have answers. You're probably just going to make fun of me.
1: Um, So the MLB baseball season, right? Yes. Is it 12 games long? It is not. Is it 20 games long? It is not. Is it 30 games long? It is not. How long is it, Sam? It's 162 games. 162 games. It's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. (laughs) You're going to go through stretches, Sam, in 162 games. You're going to go through good stretches, which the Red Sox have had
0: a lot of good stretches. You're going to go through bad stretches. And they haven't had a lot of bad stretches. They've actually almost really had none. I mean, exactly. none that have been this major, this significant.
1: Now, would you prefer that the bad stretch came in April so that you would be flying high right now and, and soaring into first place? Sure, you would prefer that. Absolutely. But that's not the world we live Absolutely. in, Sam. That's not the world we live in. <laughs>
0: why this why the hell not, it-
1: Spencer. This team, you, I mean, you got to look at this realistically. This team came into this season not a division favorite. Not no a favorite Absolutely. to make the playoffs. Absolutely. No projection system had them making the playoffs this year. Absolutely. Especially after last season. This team was dog shit last
0: here, year. I'll, just for your sake, Spencer, just real yeah. quick here. Opening yeah. day, playoff odds for the Boston uh-huh. Red Sox were at 16%.
1: 16%. That's not good, Sam. It's not, not good. very good. Not very good at all. So you take a team... With those kind of expectations that kind of roster that kind of projection and that team overperforms performs performs above those expectations and when that happens in april you would say okay they're going to cool off and then it continues in may and you say all right they're going to cool off and then it continues in june then the expectations change but at the same time it's still really the same team that started the season and they just got a head start is essentially what happened is that team performed so well in the first three months of the season that they got a head start on every other team in the division, every other team in the American League, and now it's the same team going from the all-star break, wherever you want to start it from, and going to the end of the season. And it's a matter of whether that head start is enough to push them to the playoffs with the additions of Chris Sale and Kyle Schwarber and Tanner Hauck. Yep. It's Is that same team with that lead going to... Get across the finish line by playing, hopefully, 500 or just above 500 the rest of the way. And and so you've had this bad stretch, but they're not going to be this bad the rest of the way. I mean,
0: no, you're, you know, you're they correct. weren't as
1: good as they were for the thir- first three months. correct. And they're not as bad as they were for the past month now. So, I mean, you come back to even... I like this team's chances with the additions that are coming this week.
0: So, here's so, and your your points are correct. I'm, I mean, I won't I won't dispute you, and and you know try and your points are, are very much correct. The the thing, and like you said, you're talking about head start. You're talking about you know what this team actually is. So we're kind of we're still figuring that out. Obviously, um, the the question is being is this Red Sox team in reality? closer to the team we're seeing now are they closer to the team that we saw through july or are they closer to somewhere in the middle and i think if they're closer to somewhere in the middle i think you're right i think at this point in the year there's 47 games left i think you really you know you could consider them a playoff team um the other thing that concerns me beyond what the red Sox are um and obviously we should go more into that but um is looking at teams like Toronto and like New York, who went and they bought at the deadline. And, and obviously, you know, the Red Sox got Kyle Schwarber, and Kyle Schwarber went healthy, was great. And he's starting his rehab, and you have to, you know, you like there's no reason to not have high expectations for Kyle Schwarber based on what we saw in the month of June. It was unbelievable. Um, but did the Yankees and did the Blue Jays also improved to a level where they now, because again, like, what's the what's the separation between those teams in the division? It's not a lot of games anymore, you know. Obviously, the Rays games. are five games up, the Yankees are a game and a half behind Boston, and the Blue Jays are two and a half games back of Boston. Man, so,
1: remember when the Yankees were like eight games back? That was fun.
0: That was fun, they and made fun I'll tell you, them a lot. the Yankees do not worry me as much as the Toronto Blue Jays. Actually. Absolutely not. Um, George Springer. Since he's really been healthy, has been unbelievable. Player of the month in July, um, has been hitting over 350 since the start of July. Um, it, he's figured it out, and he's proved to be a difference maker. Jose Barrios, by the way, that was a, I think as much as the Blue Jays gave up for that. I think that was a brilliant trade by Toronto, a guy that's going to contribute now that you have control of for next year. You know, as yeah, much as He really Yankees did show
1: up their rotation, I'll give them yeah. that.
0: Yeah, so that's my other angle of concern for Boston and, and the doom and gloom. It's not that, you know, I, I'm, and again, I, I would agree with you, Spencer. I will agree. I'm more emotional. I'm more prone to lean towards these things. Um, but I, I'm under the belief that this Boston Red Sox squad is closer to the team we're seeing now than the team we saw throughout the beginning of the year. That was just a massive overperformance I think there have been some things about this team that have been figured out. I think some of the hot bats have cooled down. Obviously, look, players like Xander Bogarts, who has, has struggled since the All Star break, will figure it out. Xander Bogarts is a you know top quality player, um, but yeah. I, I, so
1: Sam, you're going to trust one month of results over three months of results. So Sam, yes, what has your what I has know. your baseball research career ever told you about that kind of that kind of statistical reliance.
0: But the thing with that, here's the thing though, Spencer, is that you look and, and I'm not saying that three months is a small sample size by any means, but I think when you were, you're looking at those three months and you're looking at the way that that team operated and the way that they won games, I think there was a misconception. Again, the Red Sox have the second most comeback wins in baseball behind only the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, and obviously you can look at that in two ways. You can look at that as a team that, you know, knows how to win, knows how to come back, or it's a team that just faces a lot of deficits. And they, I mean, and and they were down in a a lot of the games they were in. And ultimately, I mean, this is, this is something, and obviously there's a lot of numbers to look at, but if you're just looking at a number that kind of gives you a basis of kind of how teams are winning and losing games, um, the Rays almost have a hundred, More In terms of run differential, the Rays have outscored their opponents by 125. Red Sox have outscored their opponents by 29. The Blue Jays have outscored their opponents by 124. And obviously, again, that's just one number, and you'll be able to throw different numbers at me and tell me why I'm wrong. And it's fine. I would love to be wrong. But to me, those are two things that immediately stick out to me. And and I haven't done a super deep dive into the numbers, but just... Watching this team operate, the fact that they've really struggled driving in with runners in scoring position, and again, some of that's timing, some of that's a small sample size. You are correct, but it's a lot of red flags on this team. Now, again, there's a lot of guys that are co- going to come back and, and get healthy, and I think the addition, like you said, of Chris Sale will be massive, of Kyle Schwarber, of Tanner Houck. I think all those will be great, but with what. Toronto and what New York added at the trade deadline I don't think it will be enough so
1: basically what I'm getting from you is that the Red Sox are just going to continue losing like they are and are just going to be shit the rest of the way and are going to miss the playoffs by like six games or something like that um that's essentially what I'm hearing six games yeah Yeah. Uh, that's not going to happen uh are they going to make the playoffs I don't know I can't Answer that question. I'm not going to give you a guarantee that they are because here's the thing: the Toronto Blue Jays are a better team. than the Absolutely. Red Sox right
0: now, top top to bottom, a better team. And the that's Rays that's one of the hardest. Are a better team
1: than the Red Sox right now? The Yankees are not a better team. The Yankees fucking suck. <laughs> Sam, I looked at this no, fucking. I, Yankees I agree lineup. with you on the
0: Yankees. I won't disagree with you on the Yankees.
1: I, I mean, at that this fucking lineup from the Yankees last night. Yeah. Jonathan Davis in center field? Who the fuck is Jonathan Davis? Hell Andrew like Velasquez Season was I... playing shortstop. I asked oh, yeah. you, Sam, who the fuck is Andrew Velasquez? I, I asked that same question last night. You know, these guys' uh, batting averages both below 140. So uh, you know bad. who was on the mound for the Yankees last night? Uh, Nestor Cortez started. Steven Ridings came in behind him. Yeah, it wasn't good. Jolie Rodriguez over from the oh. Rangers in behind oh. him. And then I'm Nick Nelson. Familiar. Sam, this fucking team sucks. This yeah. team is not good.
0: Yeah. So and, and let's
1: just take out the Yankees, all right? Oh, just absolutely.
0: I mean, again, the Yankees, and as much as Yankees fans will want to tell you, and I live in New York, so I hear a lot of them, that their lineup is better than the Red Sox. It's not, and even, well, the, even as long the odds as you're are starting reflected. Andrew Velasquez and Jonathan Davis, that won't be the case. And Andrew Heaney, Heaney, who's set to start that Field of Dreams game, by the way. how What a, what a fucking joke. It's Lance yeah, Lynn he's versus Andrew Heaney. Yeah, they have Tyon, and they
1: have Cole, and they have no one else. Is, is Cole still on the COVID IL? I'm assuming he yes, is. Yes, he is, okay. and Rizzo. Well, he'll probably die soon, so that's fine. Um, yeah, rest
0: in peace. Yeah.
1: Hardly talking- knew ye um <laughs> brutal <laughs> brutal take <thing. laughs> anyway yes that leaves Oakland now Oakland is a solid ball club you got Absolutely. you got some hitters on that team Matt Olson, uh being chief among them you got some pitching on that team Sean Maniah, Chris Bassett um James Cole Kaprillion, Irvin's been good Cole Irvin's been good uh, I'm pretty sure there's one other guy I'm missing right now, but that's fine. Their bullpen is ridiculous. They can keep coming at you yeah, they're, with yeah, with maybe
0: not studs, but just solid put pl- solid pitcher after What's solid a classic pitcher in that Oakland A's team. I mean, classic even like A's. look at what they did at the deadline. I mean, two guys that and are gonna just be solid for them are Harrison and uh Young Gomes, and then you got Starling Marte, who looks like he's on steroids, by the way. I don't know if you've seen him. Oh yeah, they got um,
1: Starling Marte. I forget about that sometimes. Yeah. But Um,
0: Rip Ramon Laureano.
1: Yeah, exactly. They don't have Ramon (laughs) Laureano anymore. He was one of their best players. Yeah, he... uh, The question becomes, assume Toronto wins, you know, whatever, and surpasses both the Yankees, us, and Oakland. Because that's probably going to happen. Assume Tampa just continues what they've been doing and stays in first place the whole way. That's probably going to happen. They probably will happen, yeah. The question becomes whether this team with Chris Sale coming back with Kyle Schwarber coming next week whether this team can figure it the fuck out and beat out Oakland for the second wild card spot or the first wild card spot you know maybe maybe they hold a two and a half game lead over Toronto i doubt it but maybe that's that's what you have to think about and i think there's a fi- at least a
0: 50/50 shot that they do oh, like absolutely the i at I, least. I mean yeah i you know like the, the bigger thing to me is like we went from and obviously this happens like you said it's a very long baseball season if you had told me in april that the red sox were going to coast to a playoff spot i would have laughed at you so yeah. you're right like this is probably more of what we should have expected you know come at the all-star yeah. break it looked like it was like the playoffs were all but a guarantee you know it was just whether it was going to be the wild card of the division and now it's like okay you know we're down the stretch here it's going to come down to september and the another thing that does age your argument spencer um, a little bit. I won't say a lot, but <laughs> so the what? So let me do one, two. The third easiest remaining schedule in the American League is the Red Sox. The fourth easiest remaining schedule is the Blue Jays.
1: Don't love to hear that.
0: So those are the those are the two things. But but to help your argument, the uh, third hardest remaining schedule in the American League and the fifth hardest in all of baseball is Oakland. Because you got to remember how tough that they gotta is. They got to play Houston. They got really the to play Houston a shitload of times. And even, I mean, even like Seattle, as much as I don't think Seattle's a real competition, they they win close games. They, they're in every game, despite talk the fact Seattle. that their stats are terrible. They're going to go take a couple games from Oakland, you would think. Probably. And so that's where that's where things get interesting. So, actually, this is interesting. I would love to pull up, I'm pulling up Boston's schedule right now, because how many games we do they have against? play fucking
1: Cleveland, we play Minnesota, we play the Orioles. We play the Orioles after this.
0: This like, next stretch, there's by a the lot way, of winnable
1: games coming down the stretch. So
0: this is actually a really interesting point to your aid here, Spencer. So after the Tampa Bay race series, it's three games against Baltimore. It's three games against the Yankees. Which at that point, if you go and win three games against the Yankees, you effectively say "fuck you," like go back where you belong. Yeah, goodbye. Sitting um, home. Three games against Texas, who has basically just thrown in the towel in the season. We see Brock Holt though. Love Brock Holt. Hell yeah. Um, Minnesota, and then Cleveland.
1: That's what I'm telling you.
0: And that gets you to September.
1: That's what I'm telling you.
0: So that's, that's and, the... And here's
1: the other thing to consider here, is Chris Sale's coming back on Saturday to face the Orioles.
0: We love that. We love that. Chris
1: is going to get... I mean, I know his minor league rehab start is, is technically ending, but these are some minor league rosters he's going to face in these first couple starts here. So he's gonna get warmed up pretty nicely. Yeah. So no, I mean, you know, you're right. You got Martin let's... Perez got kicked out of the rotation last night. Garrett Richards got kicked out today, and now I, you have I Tanner House. He upset about it. Fuck him. <laughs> I mean, every every fucking pitcher in this league can figure out how to pitch without sticky stuff, except for Garrett Richards. So I, have I no know like, for this guy, like, <laughs> how can everyone else do it but you can't? Like, figure it out, dude. It's
0: because he, yeah, he wasn't good before. That's that's why
1: no he wasn't that good before that's true so so i, I mean y- your rotation now is eddie who's clearly turned a corner is avaldi who's been solid all season chris yeah. fucking sale he might not be chris sale of 2018 but he's better than the sh- richards or martin Perez. Had. yeah exactly Tanner Houck, who's dominated so far, and Nick Pavetta, who, fuck it, I will take Nick Pavetta every fucking day of the year because he gives you a chance to win.
0: There we so,
1: go. So, you know, I'll take that fucking rotation. Matt Barnes is apparently getting a couple of days off. He fucking needs it because he's he's looking shaky. Um, gotta get, just gotta get. Your and, I mean, the right bullpen's man. been shaky, but th- that's the thing is this rotation's been fucking ass for three weeks now, at least. Which then leads to. That has, has an effect on your up. bullpen. Yep.
0: It's fair.
1: It's a very fair point. And this lineup, I, I mean, like that I'm they, they like started that. kicking, kicking it into gear on Sunday. I mean, if they won that game on Sunday, you'd say, "All right, the offense is back. We split the game. We're and, back." And then they, they should have won
0: go. on. Uh, they should have won we, yesterday. They should have won
1: last night too. Exactly. Yeah. Devers is fine. JD is fine. Devers Xander's is fine, fine. Man. Renfro is on fire. Kevin Pulawski apparently can't be gotten out anymore.
0: Yeah, which is, and insane. then you had Schwarber
1: next week. Alex Verdugo, he's, in, he's not even fucking playing right now. He had a kid. Good hey, maybe for him. He's gonna, what, if Alex comes, Verdugo.
0: what if he comes back with that Mike Trout dad power? Remember that? Oh, he he definitely will. Actually, oh. I,
1: mean, I mean, talk about somebody who doesn't look like a dad, but whatever. That's besides the point.
0: <laughs> we already had this discussion. But yeah, I, know, mean, I
1: will take that team's chances against Oakland for a wild card spot. And I'll take that team's chances, you know, fighting with Toronto down the stretch too. Cause I mean, you give us a two and a half game lead. I think we can play enough competitive ball to, to keep that interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, even again, even looking at the bullpen, you know, and again, you're talking about a team that just needs to play enough good baseball to get at least the second wild card. You know what I'm saying? Like that's another good point. that's exactly. like, they don't need to go light the world on fire. Cause there's what there's 47 games left for the Red Sox. They, yeah. I mean, so how many, what, what do you, what's like in your opinion, what, like I'm trying to look at like where we're at, but like how many games are the Red Sox going to have to win? What's their record going to have to be down the stretch? Like if there's 47 games. Like, do you say like 27 and 20, is that going to, is that going to get you in?
1: Um, shit, math. Uh, What's twenty-seven plus sixty-five?
0: So that's that's going to be ninety-two wins. That'll do it. Ninety-two wins get you in. I I agree with that. Yep. Right now, the Red Sox projected win total is just a smidge under ninety. So you know, again, which no,
1: I, I I'll take the over.
0: Ninety-two looks like the magic number because that's where Oakland and Toronto are currently projected. Oakland right, 92, going to our um, Toronto ninety-one our hashtag
1: now. Is hashtag. Is hashtag uh, something 92. Wow, that was... was we got to we that.
0: We'll, we'll discuss both show. all right? <laughs> um, yeah, all right. But yeah, no, I mean, and and that, I mean, I hope, I, I would imagine that's kind of the mindset that Alex Cora has been talking to his guys. I mean, first off, what makes me sleep better at night is knowing that during all this, Alex Cora's had sleepless nights trying to think about how to fix this team. And if there's anyone that's smart enough to figure it out, it's Alex Cora.
1: But here's the thing, um, Sam. Here's the thing. I don't think he has had sleepless nights. I think Alex Cora is on the same fucking page as I am. He knows that this I is gonna so. happen. He knows that that you're gonna have highs and lows. And talk about fucking even keel. That's the most even keeled manager I've ever seen in my life.
0: I mean Except I, for
1: maybe Terry Francona. Well I was but, gonna say
0: have you have you watched any of these press conferences though lately?
1: Uh no, I actually haven't, as a matter of fact.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, cause that's again I mean, you talk about even keel. It's the most frustrated I've ever seen Alex Cora. Oh, that's um, fair. I mean, you lose
1: this many games, you'll get pretty frustrated, especially when yeah. you blow them like they have.
0: And that's, but that's the thing is, you know, like you talk about like sleepless nights. But I mean, you are talking about a manager that, you know, I, I mean, I, I think that's more, you know, you're pissed because you're a competitor and you know those are games you should exactly. fucking win, and especially right after a game. But um, yeah, no, I mean, dude, thank God, I, you know what. Again, the best thing, the best acquisition the Boston Red Sox made in the offseason was was bringing back Alex Cora. Absolutely.
1: 100%. It's
0: not even a question. Um, 100%. I've been they reading, wouldn't be here
1: where they are right now without Alex Cora. They wouldn't yeah. even be in the conversation for the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Again, I, I, as you know, I do a lot of, a lot of reading, a lot of baseball reading, but um, the book I'm reading right now discusses um, Alex Cora and just like the type of person that he is. Um, and I, the consensus around baseball is that he's the smartest guy in baseball, which is which is wild to me. Well, you got to think about how HD. many great minds there are in baseball. <laughs> but in terms of like, but like smartest in terms of a guy that knows how to like play the game, like in terms of like not the analytics and the stats, but like mm-hmm. the nuances, like 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 basically like looking at a pitcher and being able to see like uh, like when a pitcher's tipping pitches, like seeing something like as subtle as like like a slight flare in the glove. Like that's, yeah. I mean, the dude's such a baller that any advantage you're going to find to win games. And that's, and again, I think that's why you see guys like like Kevin Powecki do really well, a guy that traditionally hasn't had this much success, but Alex Cora knows how to work with these guys and figure out ways to make it work, you know? Yep. Pair that yep. with JD Martinez, them. who is a brilliant hitter and embedded, basically reinvented himself by himself. You know, you got a lot of smart guys in that in that locker room. Sure do. So, all right, Spencer. I, think, I will say, you made me feel a lot better.
1: You're I'm, welcome. Uh, That's what I'm here I'm, for.
0: I'm coming off the ledge just a little bit. I, you know, if the Red Sox get this win tonight and they're up five nothing in the bottom of third, um,
1: if they I blow this game, better. you're gonna you're gonna jump. I know you're gonna jump.
0: Absolutely, back on the ledge. Like I'll be like, everything Spencer said is a lie. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, but yeah, all right. You
1: know, I think I think at the end of the day. We, we came at this from two different sides. One, because when this team was great for three months, uh, you rode the wave. Um, oh, I was driving the bandwagon. I was, on the I was in the, the, the front. <laughs> and uh, you took the emotional view and thought that this team was World Series bound. Meanwhile, I guaranteed that the Rays would win the division and look where we are. Uh, also, you look at the last week, I was on vacation, Sam, and, you know, I thought about this today. You know when you get a substitute teacher in, like, elementary school, and you're like, holy shit, we can just do whatever the <laughs> fuck we want. Like, we don't have to listen to anything the substitute teacher says. We can just fuck around, fuck with the teacher. It's going to be great. And then the teacher comes back, and you're like, shit. Now we're going to be in trouble. Now we got to, like, do what we're supposed to do, do what we're told. We're going to be in t- fucking timeout. That's exactly what happened here, Sam. I, I, I left this team with a substitute teacher. That teacher's name is Mr. Anthony. Wow, you're They're just gonna around. bury me in this situation. They fucked Ruin. around with you in charge, and now I'm back, and now they know that they have to win because I'm back well, from what, vacation. What happened? I mentioned this team. I'm watching I games. Thought you were,
0: I think you were going to work for Friedman. Did
1: you, that's, you get that's fired that's next already, season, dude? Next season. I told you we start in spring training. Oh, all right.
0: Well, but see, all right. actually, side well, note on
1: that: listening to the latest section ten, or I guess two section tens ago, Heim Bloom on the podcast. That guy. I need to work for that guy.
0: Like, holy shit, man! I love Heim Bloom so much. Hey, we love that. Uh, you know, one note. day when we get Heim Bloom on the podcast, all right, you can ask him for a job. I will. That's the first I, question. I hope so. So, all right. Well, hey, we're we're getting towards an end here. Um, mm-hmm. I figure um, before we go, I know that we were discussing this before, um, but do you, do you want to give some inspiration to any more uh, concerned Red Sox fans? Um, I'm pretty sure I gave them all the
1: inspiration they need at this point. This team is is not nearly as bad as they're playing right now. They're winning, actually, right now. And they're going to win tonight. Guarantee that. Put it in the books. Third guarantee of the season. Um, and so this team, you know, they're going to get back to playing good baseball. They're getting reinforcements in over the next week. So they're going to get better. And all you have to beat is the Oakland A's. That's all you got to beat. So there we go. Uh, you know it can be done, and I'm not guaranteeing it yet. I got to see it first. I got to see it for another week. But next week, I just might be guaranteeing a
0: playoff spot. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, if you guarantee it, it carries more weight than if I guarantee it. Um, well, just based on our, our track based record. Based on track record. Um, but I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. You know, you you dropped the Batman quote earlier, the Dark Knight quote. Um, I recently rewatched all of those movies because they're just good movies. You know, they're so good um but i'm going to quote uh batman begins all right mm-hmm. um spencer why do we fall tell me sam tell me why so we can so we can learn to pick ourselves back up and that's that's oh, what the beautiful. red Sox are doing that's here all point. right learning beautiful to pick movie, ourselves back quote. up so uh we're going to end with uh, a quote from uh the dark knight so on that note um thanks so much for tuning in and we will catch you next week But we will leave you with this. The night is darkest just before the dawn. And I promise you, the dawn is coming.